0: I like to express myself through style and an amazing way to do that is where converse is introducing three bold new styles through their deluxe collection shop the converse chuck 70 deluxe heel it's a chunky lugged heel that brings 90s energy to the premium chuck 70 plus two of the collection styles are brand new the converse chuck 70 deluxe wedge and the converse chuck 70 deluxe squared check out the deluxe collection on converse.com and in select stores First of all, do you see this? Does this look like a Diet Coke can to you? (laughs) Finally, I get to go in the fancy green room for all of the big radio show hosts, all of the famous people that work here, and they don't even have Diet Coke for me. So I'm having a regular Coke. That's the State of the Union. Um, Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special, I don't know why I'm reading this as if I don't know what I'm about to say. Welcome to a very special It's Meetings Live from our New York studios. Thank you guys all so much for coming, you guys out there too. I was like, why can't they all sit? And Steve was like, because they, they don't fit. Like that would be like, do you want them to be sitting on top of you? I was like, kind of, but it, it is quite hot in here, so um, maybe that's better, but don't worry, I won't forget about you guys out there. That's why they call it the fishbowl. Now I understand. Um, thank you so much to Converse for sponsoring tonight's event. I am currently rocking the all-new Chuck 70 Deluxe Squared, and you can check out the full Deluxe line by visiting converse.com. So thank you, Converse. Shout out you guys. So, I don't know, it's kind of weird because I feel like I'm in the room with you guys, and I'm here, and we're just chatting, but then I'm also recording from this for a a pod as well, So for tomorrow's pod, so I have to kind of, I have to do both, so bear with me while I figure out how to do that. Obviously, we need to talk about Valentine's Day update and and everything like that. Guys, why is it always three boys or no boys? Like, that is just the way of the world, and for those of you who don't know, I, so really good kisser, but we have to talk about something else because we have a snitch. We have a snitch among us, or listening, okay, because... Obviously, I got on the radio like two weeks ago and my big old mouth was like, oh, my God, the guy last night was such a good kisser. Like, I don't know if I should tell him that I'm leaving L.A. for like two months or whatever. And um, I was like, you guys all told me oh, you have to tell him, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, last night I went on a date with him because he was coming to New York um, for like a work thing and he was like, someone sent me that clip of you saying that I'm like the best kisser you've ever kissed. And I was like, "Mm, we have a snitch. Okay. So it's very important before I go on that the snitch listening does not snitch about what I'm about to say, because that's fine. Listen, it boosted his ego. I could tell he was fucking thrilled with himself. Absolutely (laughs) chuffed. Um, I mean, who wouldn't be? But this, this is girl code. Okay, so... The guy on Tuesday night, I told him I was we were on our date and like on the on our first date, I was I was kind of very meh about him because he didn't ask me a lot of questions. And as you know, that's something that I really care about. And I I like to be asked questions on dates because it shows that they're interested and that they're present and that they actually care and that it's not just like, oh, they're just like on hinge swiping like crazy. They just want a date for Tuesday night, whatever, whatever so the second date he was like a totally different person was great date we were having a lot of fun I got you know like had a couple drinks whatever and I was like oh well he was like what are you doing tomorrow I have I was like I have my radio show you should call in and totally not expecting anything of it and then when I was walking into the studio I was like I should just send him the number for the show like just in case but then as soon as I sent it I thought I was so pissed at myself because I thought there's no way he's going to call and it's going to ick me out that he didn't have the confidence to call. So I was like so bummed and we were in break and we were going back. We had like six minutes left and I was like, I was literally, I wrote on a piece of paper. I was like, if a guy calls, put him straight through and I was like holding it up to to Steve and to everyone and they were like, okay, no guys are calling, like relax. (laughs) Um, And then I literally was, then his name like flashed up and I was like, There's footage of it, it's so embarrassing. I mean, unless we like end up together, in which case it's so cute that I have that moment on camera. Um, (laughs) But, um, so he called and I was just so shook that he called. Like I thought that was so confident and cool. And then yesterday, was yesterday Valentine's Day? Yeah, I got home from work and he had dropped off flowers at my apartment and he wrote the cutest note he said, um, tanks, here's to our last date being a nine and our next date being a 10, Mr. Caller. And I was like, okay, whoa, game. Like, um, so look at me being goo goo gaga. I'm like a little bit of a jiggity right now, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm bringing, bringing myself back down to earth. So that was very cute. And then I go on the date with the L.A. guy, the really good kisser L.A. guy last night, and it was so fun. He was late because he went to the wrong restaurant, which, like, I thought was going to give me the ick, but it didn't, um, because, like, why are you as a man late? Why are you as a man? Why can't you just look up? Then like, it's not that difficult. Like, just, you know, find, find the restaurant. Um, but then it was very fun, and I'm hoping that the snitch does not snitch about this. Although, you know what? LA guy changed one of his hinge pictures last week and so maybe I booked that second date with Mr. Collar because of that and it look obviously we're both still dating other people it just like this is what I always tell you guys it just don't be like oh why did he do that It just it makes me less interested. Like, that's it. It just makes me less interested. And that's fine. Like, I'm dating other people too. But there's just something so specific about a guy, like, going in. I mean, we're girls. Like, we, we're girls. We change our hinge pictures all the fucking time. We are, like, in there, you know, tactically being like, well, but do you think this one or this one with our friends? But guys, I feel like they said it and forget it. You know, they put their dating app pictures and then they, they're, they like, they don't change them for way too long. So it's just something about that. And the irony The irony, dear listeners, is that it was the best hinge picture of all the pictures that he had. It was like a really hot one. That's actually the reason that I swiped on him. So I was like, well, joke's on you. Um, Anyway, enough about me. I have another date tonight with someone else. I have the scent, you guys. This is just force yourself to go on one date and then you'll get the scent on you. Seriously. Or just like move cities because that also really helps. But, you know, that's chaotic. Um, Okay. So that was my Valentine's Day. What else do we want to talk about? Fashion week was so good. It was so fun. I mean, I've mentioned a million times on the pod that I wanted to not take myself so seriously this fashion week. It's so – I just – I think that the reason I, I tend to get in my head about it is that you know as an influencer you work by yourself mostly and you you know comparison is the thief of joy right but at fashion week it's the most apples to apples time where you're literally looking and you're like oh well she got paid to go to this event or like she's sitting front row or i didn't get invited to that or whatever so it's just this this week where all of a sudden i feel like i have hundreds of colleagues and i'm like oh she's doing better than i am that feels terrible but This time, I was like, you know what, tinks? It's fashion week. You love fashion. You get to go to these cool things. Like, stop being such a loser and just have some fun. And, like, stop taking it so seriously and get out of your head and just go have fun. And I just, like, I took wig to everything and just said no to a lot of stuff and just did what I wanted to do. And I'm happy to report that that really works. And I I didn't think that I was going to be able to shift my attitude. So that's just – if you are having a hard time mentally with something, just make a plan and then shift. Because this time I was like, you know what? It's fun. Who cares? Like the parties that I go to are great. And the ones I don't go to stink. So whatever. Um Tori Birch was a really good show. It was so fun. I got I got to meet Pookie. So that was huge. Um I'll say this, stunning in person, stunning, so beautiful. I was like, Pookie does look fire. Like I I get I get it now. Um jet the husband he's the star he's a star you know he's chatty Cathy. he was like i'll get in the video i was like oh, okay hop in um but no he's sweet and she's sweet and they are just like the moment so that was really really fun to meet them and i did a little interviewing which i kind of liked i haven't done that before but i'm kind of becoming more interested in doing that. So it was scary. I was sweating profusely because they gave me a silk dress, which is just like, why would you give a sweaty girl a silk dress? <laughs> That's cruel. That's cruel. Um, I need to get like, I don't know. I don't know what I need to get, a Botox in my armpits or something because I'm sweaty as as they come. Um, I'm going to London next week, which I'm very excited about because I get to be home and I don't know. I just love it there. I'm just everyone's so normal. My friends are so normal there. Not that LA isn't normal. Well, it's really not normal. I mean <laughs> But it's just it's great. And so I'm really excited that I'm going to Paris Fashion Week and I'm gonna have the same attitude that I do with this Fashion Week with that. I'm gonna go have fun. I'm not gonna take it so seriously. My ex is not going to Paris Fashion Week, so that'll be a huge, you know, weight off of both of our shoulders, I think. Um and yeah, I think it'll be I want to make a lot of travel content when I'm, when I'm there and just, like, eat a lot of good food and go around and make TikToks and just, like, that's my vibe this year. Um, okay, enough about me. That's rude that you wrote that, Steve. Enough about me. But, okay, <laughs> anyway. Um <laughs> Let's never enough about me. Let's get to the Q&A. Tonight, we have a mix of people. Why do I read like a third grader? I'm like, tonight, we have a mix of people asking questions in the studio and some questions I received on socials throughout New York Fashion Week. So first, we're going to go to Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Tings. Hi, what's up? My question is, if you could add or edit one thing from your book, what would it be and why? That's such a good question. Thank you. I, you know, something I've been thinking about a lot that I didn't write too much about in the book is the splinter era. And I just, I feel like there, we've had so many conversations on the show and on the pod, and it comes up in a lot of different ways, like through wedding stuff, bachelorette stuff. I wish I'd spent more time talking about how difficult it can be if you're in different places to your friends in your especially late 20s and 30s, like it can just be so painful and it can feel really jarring. And I wish that I'd put more about that. And so I want to talk more about that and write more about that in the future, because it's really it's it's affects a lot of people and, and it comes up. And I just I hate that women are so often pitted against each other with, you know, women who have kids and women who don't have kids and women who are married and who are not married and it's just like there's so much division that happens to us as friends when we get to like late 20s, early 30s and beyond and I I think we all have to fight against that but I also know how hard it is. Like I think I – I I don't want to be flippant and say like, oh, it's easy. Like it's really hard. And I I think we've had a couple of callers on the Wednesday show lately that have just reminded me, wow, it can be very, very, very difficult when you're just in a different place and you're just not seeing eye to eye with your friend who you used to do everything with. Um, And in terms of something I would take out, I honestly, there's parts when I'm kind of already like, oh, it's a little cringy, but it's where I was at the moment and I kind of like that you can't change books and that they are just like, it's a snapshot of your brain um, for that moment. And I think it was like honestly kind of a snapshot of our community at that moment and like what we were all thinking about and it was a reflection of that. So cheesy, but like I wouldn't change anything. There was a spelling mistake in it. And I'm not going to tell you where it is, but I would change that because that <laughs> really annoyed me. I was like, didn't someone copy edit this or okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. Danielle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing. I'm terrible at that. Don't give me a talk show. OK, go on. <laughs> um, so I had a question. I'm new to dating. Um, I was in an eight-year relationship before, so I'm trying to navigate the waters. Um, I had a question specifically that I ran into is how the first dating rules apply when you start to see someone that's in your building. It's just like really easy to randomly pop in and see them and spend time with them. So I'm curious how to navigate that. I feel like that could go so well or so bad. Are you still dating them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's the dream. It's so fun. It feels like college. You're in the same building. You can, like, run up. They can run down, like, whatever. It's so fun. But obviously, you run the risk of if it doesn't work out, you know, you're going to have to run into them in the elevator, which could make for some kind of awkward elevator rides. But you know what? I've never been able to, like, to logic my way out of something that was interesting to me, and if you're into them, who cares? You'll figure it out later. Like try to be as try not to break their heart, I would say, just like <laughs> as a as a security measure. But other than that, have fun. You'll figure it out. Like if you have an awkward elevator ride, you will figure it out. Oh yeah, we've had those. Oh <laughs> <things>. <laughs> You're like, wait, why are you with another person? Why am I with another person? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a question submitted from socials now from Tess. I'm doing a question. OK, thank you. <laughs> um, growing up, if I saw a fashion trend fashion growing up, if I saw a fashion or trend in a show or movie, I had to emulate it. Can you think of some TV shows and or movies you drew fashion inspiration from? I mean, obviously Sex and the City. Like, I think I just I, I love how fashion was a character in the show. I loved how much they all had their own style. I loved how much they just, their style evolved over the years. I loved how, you know, the iconic outfits. Like, I have tried to recreate so many of Carrie's iconic outfits the Galliano dress, the, you know, that I wore a similar dress on my book tour. I was like, just, I, I'm so cringe. I try to copy her outfits all the time. But, um, and then also, uh, how to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, the best rom com of all time. I think Andy's style is just so cool, girl. Like that's now what we would call cool girl, you know. And she's kind of like clean girl aesthetic in that movie. You know, she wears the white blouse and and obviously the iconic yellow dress. And she's just always in that little like kind of floral dress that she wears when she takes over the love fern. And it's just like feminine and cool. And if I I like really wanted to be Andy Anderson, how to girls so those two for sure Eileen hi Hi. how are you thank you for coming great how are you thank you good we actually spoke a few weeks ago I'm the girl who called in who got engaged to the guy from Australia that I met on hinge and my question for you is since you've attended a lot of weddings what are your ins and outs for weddings in 2024 Ooh, that's such a good one um I think for me, the biggest in for weddings is when the wedding really reflects the couple and doesn't kind of follow trends or norms because the couple feels pressure. I think that weddings feel the most fun and most authentic when they are super reflective of the couple. So if the couple is like really chill, then the wedding is more chill. If the couple are ragers, then then the after party is going to be a rager. I, just, I think that that's what feels most normal. And that's, that my friends who have gotten married, they've been most relaxed when they've just done what they wanted to do, whatever it is, and prioritize what's important to you. If you're a big foodie, prioritize the food. If you love to party, prioritize the band or whatever. I just think that there's so much pressure. And like you guys know I'm such a romantic, like I'm all for doing what you want. But you have to remember that like this is a billions on billions of dollars of industry and they they do pressure women as they tend to with absolutely everything to look a certain way, feel a certain way, buy into things, get things that you don't want. Like if you don't think a band is important, I I, actually, someone just asked me that today on um, Instagram. Like she was like, I don't know if I can do a band. Like, do you think it's okay? And it's like, if you don't, like band music get a DJ who cares like it's your day you want it to feel so authentic like if you don't want to have bridesmaids don't like if you want to have 19 bridesmaids do it like it is literally your day and I think people get way too caught up in like the the societal norms um so that was a really long way of saying my ins and outs but yeah yeah I don't want to say any outs in case someone has done it here (laughs) um yeah do you guys think I'll get married you do I, I'm not saying that it's not a loaded question. Like, I really don't know. I'd just be so curious if I do or not. We'll see. <laughs> um, thank you. Just when you thought Converse couldn't get any cooler, they're upping the game with their Deluxe collection. The new collection includes three bold and confident new styles you'll love, one of which is already a favorite the Converse Chuck 70 Deluxe heel. We all know the 90s are back, so embrace it with the Deluxe heel, a chunky, lugged heel that brings total 90s energy to the premium Chuck 70. The Deluxe heel is a fresh take on the classic Chuck 70, but more luxe. It's designed for those who play at the edge of style. And two of the collection styles are brand new. The Converse Chuck 70 Deluxe Wedge and the Converse Chuck 70 Deluxe Squared. The Deluxe Wedge is bold and lightweight. Show off your unapologetic style while staying comfortable. And check out the Deluxe Squared for an update on a classic with angular details and distorted stitching for a look that makes your fit incredible. So guys, as we speak, I am actually wearing the Deluxe Squared and it's such a fun 90s update. You know, I am such a big fan of Converse. I wear my Converse day in day out and I'm loving this new collection because it's got a little edge. It just feels a little more fun, makes it a little bit more stylish and you know, I love to be so stylish. So I am personally obsessed. Check out the deluxe collection on converse.com and in select stores. Lulu in studio. Oh, there we go. Hi, thank you for so coming. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, it's actually my birthday today. <gasps> happy birthday! Oh my god. Thank happy, you. happy birthday. Thank you so much. Um I've loved listening to your podcast and reading your book you. and following your journey ever since Stanford, which is thank where you. I also went to school. Oh my god, go card. Yes, go card. Um and my question is actually about a dinner party that I'm hosting at my Ooh. apartment tomorrow night. For your birthday. Um, Well, I really wanted to be a celebration of my closest friends, but yes, it's. it's That is so high vibrational. (laughs) Oh my god! Um, It's yeah. So, but I've invited some people from Stanford, some people from growing up, and some friends that I've met living in New York. Okay. So, for a few of them, it'll be their first time meeting each other, and I just love your tips or advice um, for hosting a fun dinner party. I love that. Oh my gosh! First of all, happy happy birthday! Thank you. Wait, where did you live at Stanford? I lived actually at Theta my sophomore year. Yeah, so I was in Theta. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So I used to get so nervous when, like, different friend groups would mix, even though they're all super nice because they're your friends and, like, you know that they're all chill. I used to, for some reason, freak out about that. And then I realized, I can't remember who told me, but someone was just like, as long as you know, have enough drinks and food and – if you have a good time, everybody will have a good time. And I was like, you're so right. And it literally changed the game. And now I literally never worry about hosting, even though I have friends from every walk of life. And so I think that's number one. And Honestly, just have fun. Pick your playlist beforehand. So you're not like looking and you're like scrolling and you're like, wait, what am I doing? Pick your playlist. Um, Do as much prep as you can, set the table before they come, and then when it starts, let everything go and truly just be present with your friends and I'm very into having disposable cameras on the table um, because I'm just really into disposable cameras right now. And it's just, it's so fun. And you'll have all these cute party favors for yourself to remember. Oh, happy birthday. That's so that. fun. Thank That's you. so nice. A celebration of your closest friends. Not me on my birthday. I'm like, you all are here <laughs> to celebrate me. <laughs> birthday, Diva. Um, happy birthday. Okay, Mary Ellen. Hi. Hi. Um, everyone calls me Emmy. So, Emmy, like I love M for that. for Mary, E for Ellen. Emmy, um, that's so cute. Yeah. We love a nickname. <laughs> um, so uh, this is kind of a food-related question, Ooh. but can you rank the following, bagel croissant or donut? And then maybe give us your New York City favorites. Ba- bagel croissant donut. That is so tough. I had an unbelievable donut yesterday. I, I seriously, I haven't had a Krispy Kreme in like years, and then I had some on the Super Bowl, and then... My mom saw that I really liked them at the Super Bowl. She got me a Valentine's Day donut from them. And it was unreal. Um, I'm rambling, but I think bagels are probably most important, you know, to us all, I would say. That's fair. And then I would say donuts and then croissant because it's like, you know, we love them, but you, you can't be eating croissants every day. Like, we don't live in France. You know what I mean? So my favorite bagels in New York are pop-up bagels. But they're rip and dip, so I you know, I need to level set because I've sent a few people there and they were like, I tried to get a sandwich and it's like rip. And I'm like, okay, it's a rip and dip. You get them hot and you dip it in the schmear, which is very fun because as a lover of dips, especially white cream-based dips, it's very cathartic for me. But you know, sometimes a girl wants a sandwich. So recently I went to Brooklyn Bagel and it changed my life. It was a special time. They understand how to make a bagel sandwich, and it was just, it was fantastic. It was so fluffy. It was so amazing. I loved it. And then for donuts, I don't know where to get donuts in New York. In, in LA, my favorite donuts are Sidecar. They're actually the best donuts in the whole freaking world. And then croissants. Um, in LA, I really like Republique. But I don't know where to get a good croissant here. Where do you go here for a good one? Starbucks. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but they kind of slap, honestly. Um, but yeah. I, I feel like when I'm in New York, I have such a one-track mind with bagels that I'm always like, you know, I need them. They're just so good. My current bagel, no one asked, but this is what I really want my order to be. I, I'm into a plain bagel right now, which is so unlike me because for me, I feel like it's like the more sauce and like spread and whatever the better. But I like a plain bagel double toasted because those weak ass toasters they have in the stores like it just doesn't it's not enough the first time cream cheese tomato lox not too much i don't want an entire nova scotia salmon in there okay like everyone needs to relax about that one slice salt and pepper crucial crucial i sound like bethany frankel you know how she's always like talking (laughs) about her food orders but um yeah so good Delicious. Thank you for letting me talk about food, my favorite thing in the world. Um, Okay, we're going to go to Franny, who submitted on socials. Tinksy, who are some of your fashion icons celebrity-wise? Would love to know not only who you are into now, but some from the past that you two that you think knew what they were doing. I mean, I always think of Sienna Miller. Like, I think she is so beautiful and so timeless. And she had such cool pregnancy style this You know, she was just pregnant and she looked so cool the whole time. But also I feel like she was, when I was in my younger years, the girl. You know, she wore those huge belts and, like, the little booties. And she kind of did that, invented that whole boho chic thing, which I don't really wear. But at the time I thought it was so sick. And I just love when people have their own individual style. I love Gwyneth Paltrow, obviously. I think she has timeless, amazing style. Um, Who else do I love? I love... I don't know, style is so weird now because I feel like people are, the trends are so fast that people don't really have a personal style anymore. They kind of just wear, you know, whatever is of the moment. So, yeah, I think Sienna Miller will always be like my it girl. Um, Okay, Michelle. Hi. Hi. Um, My question is sort of a classic one. But if you were stuck on a deserted island, Mm. what three items would you bring Mm. and why? Do I have my phone? No. Oh, wow, okay. I would definitely pick my phone, my trusty phone. Um, What else would I pick? I mean, I was told not to make this a dirty podcast at all, so I will skip some certain objects. Um, But, you know, maybe some (laughs) devices. (laughs) If I was going alone. Um, I would bring the complete works of Shakespeare because I think I would be so bored and I would... I've got... (laughs) Like miss being I I really miss being like my college level of smart and I feel like if I just sat down and read them all on the (laughs) I would regain the intelligence that I had when I was at Stanford which you know has plummeted since then especially since I moved to LA it's just nosedived um so I would take that and then I would take um I think I would take like this is really embarrassing but I would take a one of those resistance bands because i <laughs> while i was waiting to be rescued i would like to get toned and <laughs> i would use coconuts as weights and then <laughs> and then i would use the resistance band to do all the other exercises which i have remembered from all the 9000 workout classes i've taken over my years so i would be toned and smart and tanned but also still in contact with people cuz of my phone so <laughs> that's my answer <laughs> yeah. um Caitlin also submitted on socials tinks. What are some things that you wear that make you feel most stylish? Any specific, my converse, of course, (laughs) any specific looks you can think back to and share why you were particularly proud of. Um, I feel like my style's gotten better in the past like year and a half. I think before that I was dressed pretty whack if we can all hold hands and agree. There was definitely some bad moments in there. I'm, I'm hoping that I that I make it like far enough in life to do one of those Vogue like when you look back and they're like, oh, <laughs> that's when I was there. Like, that's so embarrassing. Like, that's what I hope to do. I, I have to do some more cool shit in my life to get invited to do that. But fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, I feel so stylish in like a black dress, which is so boring, but that's like always what I put on. I feel very stylish when I wear dresses. I'm a dress girl for life. Um, and then I love a coat because a coat just feels like an outfit in one, and it's like a suit of armor, and it makes you feel like you really have your life together. Like people who have their lives together wear coats, and <laughs> I love a statement coat. So I love. I mean, now it's all like mob wife, whatever, whatever. By the way, I was wearing mob wife coats for ages because I. Their mob wife coats are just really rich mom coats repurposed so that's why um okay francesca hi hi love the green thank you i'm so excited to be here i'm thank you for actually coming. from canada and i'm here with my mom and my sister oh, nice. they're behind me go canada i actually <laughs> do love canada and i'm manifesting another trip back this this year cuz i love it love canadians awesome um my question for you is how do you navigate dating from being so successful in your career do you feel like people are intimidated by this I wish that they, first of all, thank you for saying that I'm successful. I don't feel successful, but uh, I wish that this wasn't true. But, like, men are absolutely intimidated by it. It's not even, like, success. It's just if you like your job and you want to keep doing your job, a lot of men are bothered by that. And it's, I will never forget, I was doing this, like, walking retreat In Italy two years ago, and I was there was all these, you know, really high-powered people on it. And there was this woman who was really cool, and she worked at Sony and like the music. She was like managing all these artists, like had the sickest job, and she was like a little older than me. And we were talking about this, and she was like, Men think it's cool when you're really successful for the first six weeks. Like they think it's dope they, you know, they want to talk about your job. They think you're so high powered and then they kind of just get like over it. And it really like struck me because I was like, that's so interesting. I've never thought about it before. But I do think that it can be a turnoff. And I don't, sometimes I don't know how to reconcile that because like, I literally love my job. I love my job. I want to work till the day I die. I'm obsessed with it. I'm very ambitious. And I know it can be off-putting how much of a priority it is for me. But I think like, another cheesy line coming in from tanks but um when you find the right person they won't be intimidated by that and you like the the dream is to get to a place where you are secure enough with yourself to say this is important to me whether it's a job whether it's whatever aspect of your life it is important to me and there is there's a lid for every pot and there will be a guy out there who's like no i think that's really cool so i think that that's how i do it, and I, my hope for anyone else out there dating. Thank you for your question. Is that the end? That's the end. Oh, okay. Um, sad, I could talk to you guys forever, but um, I have my date, just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> if any of the guys listen to this episode, they're gonna be like, you are batshit. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks to everyone in our live audience. Thanks to everyone listening. This has been such an incredible time. I You have to admit, I'm keeping up my resolution to do a lot of in-person stuff, right? I, I love it so much. I'm just so happy. Um, and the biggest thank you of all to Converse. You can check out the full deluxe line of Chuck 70s by going to converse.com. Love you guys. Keep your shoe game fresh with Converse's new deluxe collection, complete with three bold new styles. Two of the collection styles are brand new, the Converse Chuck 70 deluxe wedge and the Converse Chuck 70 deluxe squared. The deluxe wedge is bold and lightweight, while the deluxe squared's angular details and distorted stitching result in a look that makes your fit extraordinary. Check out the deluxe collection on converse.com and in select stores.